Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life, to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, Every single week, we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high-performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you, but it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go. Yearofmastery.com. My friends, I'm Brendan Burchard, host of The Brendan Show and founder of GrowthDay.com, and I'm honored to be your high-performance coach today. I believe that every day 
we can be inspired, we can live with intention and purpose, we can bring the joy and honor the struggles of each day to push ourselves, to, to grow, to serve, to be a role model, to lead extraordinary lives. I believe that every day is a great day to grow. That's why I started my company, growthday.com. It's an online personal growth platform where you can get me and the world's best personal development teachers live, coaching you every week, sharing our wisdom, keeping you motivated and accountable, encouraging you to find the aliveness and the connection and meaning of life that we're all after. If you're not a member yet, please go sign up at growthday.com and join our huge worldwide community of achievers. For less than a dollar a day, you get the world's best teachers live every week. And look, you've probably known for a long time that you needed some expert guidance and inspired community and life-changing tools. So please, your breakthrough awaits you at growthday.com. Now, let's get to today's episode, my friends. Please listen closely. Maybe you take some notes so you remember these insights of personal growth. And share this episode with three of your friends because we all have to share more positive messages in the world today. So share this with three friends, just like you who are committed to their personal growth. And also be sure to tag me or DM me on Instagram at Brendan Burchard. Join our million plus community there on Instagram so I can say hi. Thanks again for listening. Now let's begin. How do you balance those short-term needs to get things done with also setting yourself up for the long-term? And you and I both know most people completely fail at this and it's hard because every day you're trying to do so many things but you know that you're sometimes costing your longer-term future. The first thing that we tend to do in the short-term, and many of you guys ask me this question every single month, is we tend to value and prioritize stability. And funny enough, it seems like something we would all want, right? We know from human behavior and human motivation studies that people want, you know, safety, they want belonging, they want uh, sustenance, they want shelter. And all these things are things of like, oh, this is stability. I, I know what my day is gonna be like, or even if I, there's uncertainty there, because I don't really believe in people who perpetuate certainty because there's no such thing as having total certainty in ourselves or others if we can remain humble and open to the world. And the more that we want certainty and want to grab it all the time, the more we tend to lose the pop and the vibrancy of life and the more we're disappointed all the time because nothing is ever perfect. But what we do want is stability. Big difference, right? Certainty, I need to know exactly what's going on. Stability, uh, there's a lot going on here, but I, I feel safe and secure and stable. And so this is a good thing. And often make, people make choices in the short term for stability. They're like, oh, well, I guess I better get a job. You know, I, I better, you know, be nice to this person so they don't go crazy on me. You know, these are things that we do in our life, taking a certain job, staying a certain job, treating people in a certain way so they don't leave us, so that we have a sense of stability. So it's not a negative thing. And I don't want any of these necessarily to feel like I'm saying they're all negative. But what happens is they tend to turn negative if they're a consistent thinking pattern or a consistent value ethic we have to have. And let me give you an example here on stability. And this is specifically related to you guys because you ask me about this every month. You say, well, Brendan, 
I'm thinking about quitting my job, uh, but I haven't done it yet. Can you give me confidence? Or when would you do it? Or how would you recommend I like go into that transition? I hear that all the time for you guys in this community of like, how do I switch careers? When do I switch careers? It, you know, and the reason that we don't want to do it often is because we're seeking stability and it's scary, right? Quitting a job, leaving an environment, breaking up with the relationship. I mean, how many of you guys, how many of you have ever stayed in a relationship too dang long? You were in a relationship too long because you just wanted this, or you wanted to please somebody who wanted this. And so they wanted this, or you wanted this. So in the short term, you kept compromising. You kept settling for something that was less than you. You kept allowing behavior that was not right, right? And that was just, you need to know that short-term stability-seeking things tends to really hurt us when that short-term value ethic, I need stability, plays out month over month, quarter over quarter, year over year, one day you wake up and you look back at the last five years and you're like, oh my God, I've been stuck in something I didn't want to be in, but I didn't have the guts to leave. And what I tell people is, you know what? It's not always a lack of courage that prevented you from going, though we can talk about that. It's often that you just overvalued stability. Does that make sense? I mean, we're in a world right now where everyone says, you know, if you don't do something, well, you're a chicken, you're crap, you're, you know, what's wrong with you? You're, 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 you have no courage. And I'm like, it's, it's stop just going to people's character like that, right? It's like, well, this, this must be wrong. They're just weak-willed humans. They lack courage. And it's like, God, calm down, guy. Get off the caffeine and let's just have a conversation. Because what happens is most bad decisions you've made isn't because you lack good qualities. It's because you overvalued something for too long. And often you overvalued something good for too long. Meaning often people don't leave a relationship or a bad career because all it, it's not they're lacking good qualities, they're overvaluing stability. It's a short-term thing they're trying to get, but it became a long-term strategy. Does this make sense? So they valued stability so long, it overcame other values that would have helped them have more freedom. And see, it's almost like the opposite, and that's what I wanna point out today. Like if we keep seeking stability, over and over and over and over and over again, eventually we end up in stuff that we don't ask to grow or get better. We won't rock the boat. We won't leave things because we need to feel so stable. And then that comes often at the cost of our long-term value that we need to be seeking, which is fulfillment, right? It's almost like there is a polarity here. I don't wanna say it's like one and another. It's more like a pendulum. and. What's happening sometimes for people is they're so far in stability, they're not asking, what would really fulfill me? And what would really bring me alive? What would make me feel connected and happy? So think about it. If you're in a place where you're always seeking stability and you're making compromises for that because you don't want to rock the boat, don't want to upset people, don't want to take risk, OMG, then you never ask the bigger question, the longer term stuff, well, what would make me feel fulfilled? See, sometimes we need to move away from stability for moments and move towards fulfillment. 
and this is how I would get to this question you always ask me about jobs and relationships in this community. And when I think about like, okay, how do you leave a job? Uh, I'll tell you exactly what I did when, I mean, you guys know my story is becoming a writer. When I was at Accenture, which was a consulting company I worked for, for seven, six, seven years, it was very stable, which is funny. What it meant was it was stable because I got a paycheck all the time, but it was not stable for my mind. It was almost like I valued the wrong thing. I valued that stable paycheck, but for my mind, it was not a healthy job. I was in, you know, 16 cities, uh, you know, every single quarter. I was all over the place. It was, you know, working every single day for six years straight till midnight, two in the morning, always being on call 24 seven, seven days a week for six years straight while traveling Monday through Thursday through different cities into different organizations where there was no like clear mission or, or clear boss or clear real goals except for like little projects, but I, there was no values to what I felt like I was doing. But sure, why did I make it there six years when the whole time I wanna be a writer? What would bring me heart and joy would be the fulfillment of writing and coaching. Why did I take that long to leave? Because I overvalued this and I undervalued that. So I kept protecting this and not acting towards that. Protecting this and failing to act towards that. And so one day I had to get real with it and I said, okay, I gotta make the switch a little bit here. And what I decided to do was I said, I wonder if I can put myself out there as, as a speaker, as a coach, as a writer, and I wonder if I could figure out a way that I would know that that would probably make as a, that, that career, now we just call it the influencer career, uh, used to be just you know, thought leader or expert career, but I was like, I wonder if I could you know, earn 20, 25% as a, a writer or a speaker on the side over here, and if I could get that, just kind of do it on the side, well then, if I, then that would be just enough to meet my need for stability, but really serve my senses of fulfillment, and I could step away from this thing that I think adds stability. And because if I'm spending full time over here in this career, but I can, I know I can see, I can earn like even 20%, 30% over here, I'd be willing to leave that, jump over here, because if I gave my full time efforts, full-time efforts over here, it would build up. And that was my assumption and my way of thinking. And I'm not making, you know, making that my recommendation to anybody here because 20%, it was arbitrary. You might want 40% or 50%. You might have family. You might need, you might hire, you know, obligations, debts, challenges, more responsibilities than I did when I made that decision in my, you know, late 20s. But I think that's really important to hear. Often we get stuck in valuing a good thing, stability, at the cost of the long term. This is the most important thing today. We're gonna to go way deep in a lot of other things, but I'm here to tell you, almost always your sense of need to feel safe, secure, things are going good, things are predictable. I mean, it's why people won't leave, even horrible situations, abusive relationships, terrible, unfulfilling jobs. They don't walk away because they're like, well, at least I know this, right? That old thing, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. So they stay with the devil they know. And the sad thing is they assume everything's a devil and they don't realize that sometimes after that transition, 
we can find new areas of opportunity. After that transition, when we go into new things, more positive relationships can open up, more opportunities to lead, more opportunities to serve, more opportunities to love and feel. Is there anything you have been putting up with too long? Is there anything you've been putting up with too long? Bad job, bad relationship, even for yourself. Bad habits just because you know what they are. I have, I have friends in the past who quit smoking and even for them there was a stability to that, you know? At least I get to take a break every hour and breathe deeply. I mean, I'm breathing in poison, but at least I get to go breathe a little bit because most people hold their breath all day and now they get to do 20 minutes of meditation, deep breathing, they're just breathing in poison. But at some point they realize, wow, that, that's like a crutch. What, what is it about that that's giving me a sense of stability? And I'm not trying to judge anyone who has any addictions at all here. I'm just trying to say in our human psychology, stability is a big driver that often keeps us put. But again, as I said earlier, not all these things are bad either, right? The first time you got a job that you had no idea what it was, was because you were trying to seek stability for your family or to pay your credit card bills. So that's not a bad thing. It's just when these things become the dominant frame, the dominant thinking pattern. So if you ever coach with me, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna figure out your top five dominant frames about how you view the world and what you're moving towards and what few people move towards is that sense of fulfillment. So a more positive question for you today is, what could be more fulfilling for you? Like what would be more fulfilling in your career? What would be more fulfilling in your relationships? And it doesn't mean I'm asking you to leave something per se. It means sometimes to get people towards more long-term happiness, because if you really think about what we're trying to get towards here, is we're just trying over here to get to a big sense of long-term happiness, satisfaction, joy. And we need to act more towards that. Sometimes that's just a behavioral change, right? A lot of people don't need to leave their job. They need to show up at their job and give their all and actually collaborate and create again. Get away from fear, engage. That's hard for people, right? They're there for the stability, but they forget. You, you can have stability, but if you don't show up and act in a congruent way that makes you feel fulfilled, right? Then you're, then you're toast. So sometimes it's behavioral change. Some of you don't need to leave your marriage to find fulfillment. You need to change how you do marriage, right? You need to change how you engage in the relationship. So this is not about Brendan saying, quit everything, everything sucks, get out of there. This is about Brendan saying, maybe you need to change your thinking pattern. Maybe you need to change a few actions to move you towards more fulfillment. And maybe it'll take time. To, for me to get to a point in my career where I felt fulfilled took years, right? I was doing things over the short term that were getting stability, but not always something that I really enjoyed. Personal growth is not something that ever tires. Let me tell you that. Hey, it's Brendan, and I wanna jump in the middle of this episode here real quick and tell you about something I'm really excited about and something uh, that answers a question that many of you have for me all the time, which is, Brendan, where do you get this crazy focus and energy in your life? And the truth is, I've developed a supplement line that really helps me do that. And frankly, I needed to. 
don't know about you, but sometimes when you're trying to achieve big things, a lot of stress comes along. And as you're trying to achieve bigger things, you need to be on your A game more often. You need to be mentally sharp. You need to be mentally prepared. You need to be mentally energized and productive. And not once in a while, but like every day. You, you have to be on and sometimes guzzling more coffee isn't gonna do it. You have to use what we call nootropics, which are you know basically supplements that help optimize your brain. And yes, we have a product for exactly that. It's called HPX Optimize, and it is our most popular product. And you can get it. It's back in stock at hpxwellness.com. That's hpxwellness.com. You'll find HPX Optimize for your mental focus and energy there. You'll also find my favorite powdered energy drink that we created that's 100% organic and vegan. And you'll find my essentials, which is my daily multi that I take that covers my energy, that covers my longevity, that covers my immunity, that covers my brain and body health that I absolutely love. And you will feel the difference. Go to hpxwellness.com right now hpxwellness.com. Next big idea is in the short term, we often overvalue our individual needs and our individual preferences, right? And so meaning we say, well, I want this, so I'm gonna do it. But you know, doing that really hurts your spouse or your partner, right? Or I'm, I'm, I'm just, it's all about me, and you forget that you're also a leader and what you do, other people see. And so I think this is one of the easier ones, individual versus team or community. I'll just use two words there, team or community. So individual versus team or community. Um, I think this is one of the great dilemmas in life. Uh, a guy named Rushworth Kidder wrote a book, I hope you've all read, called How Good People Make Tough Decisions how good people make tough decisions. And one of the areas he talked about there was individual versus relationship decisions, right? You wanna live in uh, you know, Portland, Oregon, but your spouse wants to live in Puerto Rico. It's, you gotta have, what's the right choice there? That's a hard decision, that's a dilemma sometimes, right? That's what we all face. We all face that, I would really like this, but your spouse wants that, or your kids want that, or the team wants that. And that's a hard dilemma. And what we have to do is recognize, in terms of high performance, those who more greatly value their will, their desire, their needs, their wants, their short-term pleasures, at the cost of building community, team, and relationships that allow them to go faster, tend to be people who can't either make or sustain high performance. What this means, and let me ask you very directly and simply is, are you building the team and the relationships you need to go faster? Don't take this conceptually. I mean, right now, if, if I parachuted into your life, in this last five days, can I sit down and could I have listened to some conversations you had where you were actively building team and relationships that allow you to go faster? Is that happening? Is it active right now? Or are you one of those individual slog? No, Brent, I got it. I'm a workhorse. I, I got grit. I, I can power through. It's, I, I got it, man. 
You don't understand, Brendan. I'm one of those hard worker Instagram guys. I'm in the grind. I'm like, okay, good job, buddy. Um, and I value the grind just like anybody else. But if all you do is keep working towards individual contributions, you'll never go faster or scale. It's super hard, right? To build the relationships that you need to go faster. But I want you to do this. As as you are doing your individual contributions, you need to be building that relationship network, that support network that helps you go faster, right? Seth Godin wrote a lot about this in a book called Lynchpin. And when you are somebody who are the linchpin of your community, not only can you make a greater difference in the world, your individual goals get met faster because you, you know somebody who can do that. And, and how do you do that? Well, it's a simple thing. How can you bring people together who either work for you or don't work for you or are in your community or industry more often and have them share what their goals, their needs, their desires are, and then you try to facilitate that, support that, help that, but also share your own. I'll give you an example in multiple ways of how this turns out. In your own life, I mean, when's the last time you got the family and the kids around the table and you said, what are you all really trying to do? What, 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 not just how was your day, try changing the language once in a while from how was your day to what would make you more happy? Different question, right? How was your day, Sally? It was good. My teacher was nice. What would make you more happy? If I could spend more time doing art projects? Whoa, okay. That's a different learning, isn't it? When you find what will make more people happy over the long term versus just what they did today, you know more about them and you might be able to contribute something there. But it also gives you the platform to also share what would make you more happy and what you need to get there. And if you ever hung out with me for like a week, you'd be so annoyed about how much it's big vision, how much it's goals, how much we need to do this, how much we got to hire here, move here, do that, make this thing happen, move this thing around. You'd be like, oh my God, you'd be overwhelmed. But by speaking in that language, people mobilize around me. People are just like, how, how does it get so much done and build these teams and move all these things around? It's like I'm always moving towards the future. I'm always trying to do what I do, this work. But even as I'm doing this with, with you, before I came in today, I did two calls with potential team leaders to move everything forward, right? So it's like even on days where I, the whole day, this is all I'm doing, I started the day with still having those relationships moving forward. I want you to be on the phone and in the email moving relationships forward or piecing relationships together. They're gonna to help you in one, two, three years. Now, some of you are just like, are you just talking about networking, Brendan? I'm like, yes, if that's what you gotta boil this down to, network better, be the linchpin in your community, build team constantly. For all my friends right here who are influencers or individual contributors in your own companies, I'm like, as soon as you can, get somebody scaled up, trained, so that they can take over the majority of the things that you can do that are systemizable, explainable, predictable, process-driven. Like, break down what you're doing, get somebody at least, if you're, especially if you're working by yourself, get somebody who can take some of those procedural, administrative, process-driven types of things, get that, get that stuff off your plate and over to them, so that you can more focus on either A, your art, or B, revenue producing things, or C, A and B, all right? Like that level of support you need, I'm telling you, here's what people do. 
well, I don't want to hire people because I'm faster. I like working alone, and I can do it faster than they can. Yes, right now, but guess what? In four years, it's still just you working to the late hours of night. It's still just you wondering when things will break through. It's still just you, oh, I hope one day I can take a vacation. It's still just you. So for all my solopreneurs out there, I, I hope you'll listen real close. You gotta build team. You just have to. It's not fun, it's not easy, it doesn't always make you feel stable, but in the long term, it lets you do more of what you want to do, and it gives you more of this, right? It gives you more freedom and fulfillment, even though in the short term, it's like unknowns, it's hard, it's difficult, it's just frustrating. Listen, we all think that overwhelm goes away just because we meditate, right? That's the whole world today. It's like, oh, you're overwhelmed? Just meditate. I'm like, yeah, meditate and get support. Don't think one of them is gonna free you. You've got to have the support network. Okay, my friend, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Brandon Show. Tell some people about this episode. It's on each of us to spread positivity and empowerment during these times of chaos and negativity, right? So I'm asking you to be the dealer of hope and personal growth and education in your tribe. So take a screenshot right now and share the screenshot and this link to this episode with three of your friends today. Post it on social media. Use the hashtag growth day. That's hashtag growth day because that's the name of my company. And we're always giving away prizes to our community. If you'd like to help me personally, then please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Give us some stars, cheer us on, leave a review because believe it or not, that stuff actually really does help. And I read all of them. So my last thought for today, please remember, you are stronger than you think, and the future holds good things for you. Tomorrow can be an inspired day. Every new morning is a second chance. Every day is a great day to grow. We're thankful to have you here in the Growth Day community, so be sure to go deeper with us at growthday.com. Hey, it's Brendan from the studio here. I want to jump in one more time and tell you about one of our partners, and that is Kajabi. If you've ever seen any of my marketing online or you have gotten an email from me or you've just admired kind of what we built by selling, you know, 20 plus blockbuster online courses or where I go live in my membership areas or how I accept money online now well over $100 million over the years. How do I do all that? I've always used Kajabi. It's spelled K-A-J-A-B-I. And Kajabi just helps online entrepreneurs take flight because we all have to do the same thing, right? We have to figure out, okay, how do I build a web page? How do I capture emails and send emails and funnels and uh, newsletters? How do I put content up that's for free, but also content up that's behind a paywall that I can charge money for? How do I build those membership sites? How do I organize my podcast or my blog? 
how do I accept money and create checkouts and order bumps and one-click upsells? How does all of that actually work? You know, if you're a life coach, how do you actually talk to a client and connect with them and schedule with them and serve them and give them a member's portal area? If you're teaching online courses, how do you actually put up the course and set up automations to sell the course and to trigger things like an email to go out when they successfully complete one of your modules? Kajabi does all of that. You even get templates that I helped build and I personally wrote to help you write even better emails to your audience. That's at kajabi.com, K-A-J-A-B-I.com. If you wanted the system that most of us in the thought leader or the expert economy really use and we've relied on for years, go to kajabi.com. Hey, are you on my text list? Did you know if you're in the US, you can text me at 1-503-212-6125. I actually have that text number on my Instagram account bio as well, if you want to go check it out. It's just 503-212-6125. Literally just text me and say, hey, Brandon, or text me and say anything you want to say. If you want me to see it, just text me there. It's 503-212-6125. And it's my exclusive text list. And if you're not on it, it's where I share some of my most popular episodes. Or if I drop a new YouTube, I send it your way. Or if I have some kind of free thing going on the internet, I give that exclusive link out to that group. So just go there and text me, 503-212-6125. It's kind of cool. It's back and forth. This is my community text number. So tons of my community share you know, insights about what they're learning from me or just want to chat back and forth. And I'm in there. My team's in there. We really just try to engage you on a different platform. It's super fun. And again, anytime I have something special going out, this is the first group to know about it. So just go text me at 503-212-6125. Hey, I wanted to hop in here and share with you my love for community.com. Every major celebrity uses U.S. presidents use this. The biggest companies in the world use this. They give you a 10-digit phone number, but it's kind of like having an inbox for your texting. You can segment it to people. Um, and they can reply back. And it's just really cool because you can also send video and you can send audio. And it's so beautiful of a design that it's really easy to figure out. You know, I don't like all those other systems that send out like some weird little code that you just know is like a promotion. The reason they called it community.com is because they really believe you have to have a text community in the modern area. Texting adds a whole other level. People open up their texts way more it's way more you know, effective as a promotional vehicle. And it's something that I deeply, deeply believe in. In fact, I invested in them and I've advised the senior team. I'm telling you what, my audience loves it. It's increased the engagement across everything I do. And you can get a free demo when you go to community.com. Just like it sounds, community.com. Check it out. 